Welcome, travelers. I'm Josh. I'm Glenn. And I'm Lee Wanika. This is Tabletop Journeys, where we will be your humble guides along the journey to RPG adventures. Role-playing inspiration can come from anywhere, and we use our side quest to explore TV shows, movies, books, and other RPGs that influence our playstyle and storytelling. Whether we draw from intriguing plot points, amazing characters, or, well, you know, just kind of geek out about it, it should be a fun trip, and we're glad you came along for the ride. Here's a message from friends of the show. Do you love Marvel but are tired of hearing Cheeto-stained white guys talk about it? Are you hoping to see the X-Men and Avengers face off? Do you secretly want to be Jessica Jones or Daisy Johnson? Or do you want to be with Valkyrie? If so, you've found your new favorite podcast. We're your hosts, Madam Chris. And Madam Amy. And we are here to give you the commentary you want. Marvel. Minus the mansplaining. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at themarvelousmadams.com. Madams, assemble. Welcome, everybody, to today's side quest episode. Today, we're going to be talking with somebody that I've got to think that most of the people listening to this podcast are aware of. It's someone that I know that we've been talking to for a long time on Twitter, who is doing just fabulous things for the tabletop role-playing game community. And anyone that has heard us on this podcast knows that that's one thing that we really try to do here on this podcast is support the community, not just in the analysis that we're doing or the inspirations that we're making you aware of, but just in general, trying to trying to make that family, make that community, try to give something back to the community that has been giving to us for so very, very long. And today we are just pleased as punch to be joined by Hope from Hope for TTRPG, the the at Hope for TTRPG Twitter account, which is known and loved kind of throughout the Twitterverse. Hope, welcome to Tabletop Journeys. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Give us a little bit of introduction about who you are and what you're doing for whoever has been living under a rock for the last year and change and doesn't know who you are. Well, as I said, I'm Hope from Hope for TTRPGs. I run a Twitter and Discord account mainly, and the purpose of that is to bring support, success, and community to just anybody in the TTRPG community. So if you're a TTRPG content creator, we offer you spaces for promotion, advice, resources, just a fun place to hang out, just an absolute fun time to just get to know each other in TTRPG community and support each other. Um, I started this journey in January of 2021, and it started as a Twitter account, so that's kind of the main base, and then quickly evolved into a Discord, and now we're also on Instagram, Uh, we're technically on Twitch, we're going to get some fun streams rolling out within the next month, 
and just continuing to grow from there to offer as much of a networking and community space that we can for everybody. Awesome. That's great. I, I really appreciate you joining us today. And you just got married too, didn't you? Just a couple of weeks ago, right? <laughs> Yes. Yes. Well, yep. Matt, congratulations. I appreciate you joining us <laughs> right after that. So. Thank you. Thank you once again, just for coming into the virtual recording studio and joining us for this. I love the fact that it starts as just being a way to support people doing this thing. That is great. I would say there's not enough of that, but the, there's never too much, right? And there's never enough of supporting your fellow men or your fellow person, rather, in the things that they do. But I love the fact that it is becoming less of an oddity that there are those out there that want to support other people more. And anytime we get the opportunity to be a part of that and help celebrate that, we're all in. So great to have you here. I'm going to jump in with the first question because I'm just, uh, I, I love the story so far. And how did you, like, what made you decide to do this? Like when you first said, I'm going to go on Twitter and support another content creator. What was that turn? Because many of us buy different things, play different games, but what was the, the turn of the tail that, that caused you to kind of decide that uh, I'm going to take a, a different way to look at it? Yeah, that's actually kind of a funny little story. So it started out that my now brother-in-law, he has a D&D podcast and my husband and I uh, would play on it together. And so we did a couple of like home campaigns and we did a lot of homebrew reviews. So we take homebrew content that we'd find, we get the artist permission and we play at the fifth, 10th, 15th and 20th level and we'd review it. We'd say what we were looking forward to, what we liked about it, all of that. And then what happens to a lot of people, scheduling happened. And so we went on hiatus for quite a little bit, saw on hiatus, you know? And so I was running the social media side for that. And I was just in love. I was meeting people. I was just seeing all these cool people out there and just connecting and having fun. And so then we went on hiatus, you know, we didn't really have content to put out. And so it was like, okay. So like, I kind of, you know, took a step back from the media side and I had this gaping hole. I loved it and it needed to get filled again. And so I was like, okay, well, I don't want to start my own podcast because that's that's just not my skill set. That's not what I do. Um, so I was like, well, I can't start my own. I don't really create anything, but I really miss my friends and I really miss supporting them and supporting like homebrew creators. So I was like, I'll just make a Twitter account and it'll be super organized because I'll have all of my favorite TTRPG people there and I'll be able to find their stuff and support them. And I was like, let's do this. And then like seven days happened and I was like, oh my gosh, this is an actual thing. Like I can actually support people. And it just grew from there from me just wanting to be able to find my TTRPG friends to, oh my gosh, everybody's my TTRPG friend now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how, how many followers are you up to on Twitter? Because I remember we had started two or three months before your account came up. And I remember sort of just hearing like the, like the, the TTRPG solidarity hashtag was the first one. And then it was TTRPG family for a while. And so like all these various hashtags that would come out. And every time I would follow them back, they came from you. And so like, how, how big is your Twitter account now? Like, so right now the account is at a little over 3,700, but you know, it's, 
those numbers seem crazy. I mean, I never thought I'd see numbers like that ever when I began, but even now, like I'm still looking at other numbers. So it, you never leave that stage of, oh my goodness, this person has so many big numbers. You never leave that stage. It goes on and on and on. And so just, I would just kind of leave that up because your follower count doesn't define you. You know, it doesn't mean you can have 5,000 followers and still not be successful in terms, you know? So it's all about the space that you're creating and the fun that you're having. Um, so that's technically the follower count right now. And then I do want to say on the hashtags that I believe it was actually old gits and dragons that started TTRPG solidarity. I think it was, yeah, I think it was him. Then through my discord, we have a saying that TTRPG is like a family. And when one of us succeeds, we all succeed. So like, hey, let's make that another hashtag, not to replace anything. Let's just make another one. So it's another great hashtag that's a little bit smaller on the character count. And we'll just go with it. You know, it's solidarity, it's family. So we did that. And I know some people are looking at some new ones. Like the other day, someone was talking about like a hashtag TTRPG for all. And I'm like, that's even less characters. <laughs> now you have more characters to be able to talk about your other stuff. So I like that one too. Yeah, yeah. The, but that's so awesome to hear. I mean, just how how positive you are, like the energy that you bring is so awesome. You know, like, like you're right. Like you're not just your follower account. And, and, you know, like we've, Lee Winnick, we have said this before with, with, with Glenn, our, our, our third co-host who isn't here right now, but you know, just like we do this because of the fun that we have. Like the three of us have been having these conversations on the couches in random living rooms for our friends for 20 something years. And, and, you know, at least that's why we started the podcast was because we wanted to keep having the conversations, but other people wanted to get on with their lives, you know, like, and so like, we just, we decided to call the podcast because at least then people would listen to us if they wanted to. And that, but that was our biggest sort of anxiety when we got started. It's like, man, you know, we're going to do this thing is anyone going to care? Is anyone going to going to give a crap? And and you know we're we're very happy that you know we have a really loyal following, which is nice. We have a lot of folks that say that they look forward to the show every week, and they say very very nice things to us, which is always nice to hear. And so um, so you're right, like you're not defined by your number, uh, and you're not defined by all these things. And it really is about the love of what it is that you're doing. I mean, we we love the conversations that we have, including when we get to go ahead and talk to really awesome people. Like that's we uh, we did an interview just the other day, and I was saying the same thing about how these interviews are so much fun because we get to bring in awesome people like you, Hope, and talk to you for 45 minutes. I mean, like for that alone, doing this podcast is worth it because we get to talk to awesome people. And so it's really cool to hear that that was kind of your origin story also. I, that, that is actually a tagline that I attribute to Josh because I had in my, in my notes that I was going to mention that, that one of the things we love most is talking to awesome people and talking to smart people and cool people and engaged people and powerful people and all of those things. We love that. Because it re-energizes our batteries. It refills us. Part of the, the reason for the podcast, like so many others, was this horrible event has happened to the entire world all at once. And we needed something to recharge our batteries. And this is part of that process for us. It's a reconnection because we've been friends for years, but we live very far apart. And it's we get to talk all the time now. And that's pretty cool. Uh, we get to talk to other people all the time now. And that's very cool. You know, uh, and, and, and I love that, that that is similar to what you experienced, which is I was talking to people on a regular basis and doing creative minds and all of these things. And my life without that is not 
the way I would want it to be. And uh, anybody who recognizes that and steps out, you're ace in my book. You're, you've got it because that, that's exactly where to go. Let's keep on rolling here. And so one of the things that you talked about was how you started the Twitter account because you wanted to support all your TTRPG friends, right? So based on sort of how you've been out there and how you've been doing things, I mean, I think I think it's far too easy to go ahead and look at like the TTRPG community and say, well, you can support them with money. But what what do you think TTRPG creators are looking for in terms of support from other people? What's kind of the best way to give that support? I mean, other money is the easy one, but like, what are some other ways kind of that, 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 that people are looking for, for that sort of support? Yeah. So other ways to give support, I mean, again, the world we live in, I mean, money helps, but there, again, you're right. There are so many other ways. I think the most simple, easiest ways are, you know, going to uh, your favorite creators' accounts. So whether it's YouTube, Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, following them uh, is free to do on all of those. It's free to follow. Um, subscribe on YouTube, which is super beneficial to those on YouTube. Please subscribe to your YouTubers. Um, yeah, that's honestly the first biggest, easiest step. And then the next one is when they're posting, just connect with them, you know, like it, retweet it, comment, whatever you're comfortable with, just interact because that support of just seeing somebody there, which again, when you're online, you can't always see because you're not face to face. So when you like, when you interact that you're showing somebody like, Hey dude, I'm here. This is cool. And that is just one of the best ways I think to really support your creators is just interacting with their stuff and just letting them know um, a lot that you're there and supporting them. Most creators tend to have like their personal messages open. And that's also a great way. You know, if you have like the free moment or like, you know, you're sitting there and you're thinking, wow, that was a really good episode, you know, leave a review or go and just like send them that personal message. Cause I absolutely love uh, when I get personal messages in my inbox, I absolutely love it even if it's about like the most random stuff or if you're just sending me a photo of your cat i am happy i love it i love connecting i love talking and i love your cats so (laughs) those are all great ways to support other creators it's all about support i mean that's really again i mean this kind of sounds like a repetitive question on some level but like what are kind of the avenues that content creators are finding that are, are best to to get that support i mean it's like with Discord, like we're big on Twitter, we're big on Facebook. You know, obviously we have the podcast and everything like that, but we're finding it more difficult to go ahead and move into other spaces that are less audio, like Instagram or, or you know, we don't have a big Discord following or anything like that. So sort of where is the secret sauce, right? Where where are most of the, of the TTRPG community like flocking to at this point? Or is it still kind of scattered just everywhere and, and, uh, and everything like that? Um, that's a good question. You know, I kind of think that the most popular sites for TTRPG are just the one that's most popular to you. I think a lot of it is just going to a space that you like how the algorithm works and how it's set up and you like how to interact with it. So I guess to kind of micro it down, Twitch, I think, is a huge platform for streamers. Um, There are some other great ones out there that actually do better for monetizing, but uh, Twitch's algorithm just makes it really easy right now. That's where everybody's at. So, I mean, right now, I think Twitch is a great place to be if you're into, you know, visual stuff. 
podcast. I mean, that eludes me. I think that one's literally just throw a bunch of darts at the board and hope that some of them stick. <laughs> I feel like that's what you do there. <laughs> In our strategy, honestly, like you know, we have a dart howitzer and we hit it as often as we can. Like, anyway, yeah, yeah. Who can explode? I know some people were talking just the other day about SoundCloud because that one's really easy where you upload it and then it just blast it out everywhere. Social media wise, I mean, I think Twitter's really good because I think the algorithm's really good for interacting in a way versus like Facebook or Instagram. Instagram's very showy in a way, and this is not in a bad way, but it's very much like, hey, here's my post, look what I did. And you can comment, but it's not really a great platform to hold discussions. It's really hard. While Facebook is a little bit better but it's so hard to find stuff on Facebook I mean maybe I just haven't figured it out but you have to be in so many different groups on Facebook uh, it feels like and so for me I like Twitter because even though the algorithm doesn't work with showing me everything that I want to see from the people that I follow I'm still able to see a lot of posts just on the daily basis it feels like I'm really able to actually have discussions you can see what discussions are going on and I know people also really like TikTok. That has been something that has been climbing. But again, it's one of those, it's a great way to get views because of how their algorithm is. You can get a ton of views on your stuff from there. But I find it very hard to hold discussions on. I see it almost similar to Instagram in that way. And so for me, I like Twitter because that is the way that I prefer interacting. If you have like the cool editing skills on your phone to do TikTok, I mean, go for it. Great. That algorithm is amazing. But I mean, I don't know if there's really just one spot. I think as long as you're enjoying your space and putting your time into a space, I think you'll you'll be able to find the other TTRPG people because they're everywhere. <laughs> I love hearing that. That is so encouraging because my personal struggle has been, I'm good with Facebook. I love Facebook. And, but I agree with you. The challenge is you build a group for yourself. You join 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 other groups in your given genre or what have you, you navigate the rules of each and every one of them as a podcast. You have to be careful because you are in effect a business and you are not trying to advertise or push advertising, but you're trying to be noticed and engage in conversation. So there are some times where we do an episode, it's like that episode deals with this issue and I can ask a question and that works for this group, this group, this group, but I can't do that for this group, this group, this group. And then you also try to not commandeer their site because they're letting you do something. They're letting you be part of the community they're forming. So the idea is how do I manage that? So I'm not every other post. So I do weird things like I go on the page and I scroll down. If I see our post, which we do about once, maybe twice a week, as more than like half of the last 20 posts, then I may even skip at that time because I feel like I'm commandeering the conversation. And that's not fair. That's not what I like to do because we want people to know we're here, notice we're, notice that we're here, but not, we don't want to force ourselves on people. Like we ever broke into somebody's house and took over their couch, right? It was almost like, hey, you want to come over? And like, while we were there, we ended up talking. You know, that's kind of, that's kind of my approach with it. I'm learning Twitter. I, I, I leave that discussion to Josh. I, I, I'm i just learning it and I'm like remembering the hashtag before I send something. 
I can't tell you how many things I tweeted that I thought were extra cool. Didn't hashtag a thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I love the TTRPG community on Twitter. I mean, when we first started, that was kind of the first thing that, that I kind of took on was like the Twitter feed and that was going to be my thing. And just like, the number of, again, like the number of cool people that I have found on Twitter that I've reached out to that have either come on the podcast or we've gone on their podcast or the, we've done their Kickstarter or like any number of things that we've found just from how willing people are to talk on Twitter about their stuff, you know? And that's like, and, and like, we want to do more of that. We want, we want more people to come. We want more people. We want to do more interviews. We want to, we want to have more people come on and talk about their Kickstarter and everything like that. And so that's been a really great space for, for kind of me personally, like in my own corner of the TTRPG, but I have never been on TikTok, <laughs> never, never, ever, you know, and even like, even like discord, I find a little bit difficult to kind of navigate because of all the, all the various channels, the kind of the channel structure and everything like that, where it's very like, you know, I can't just like with Facebook, it's like, I, I hear you, like, it's really hard to find exactly what you're doing. And, and like Lewanika was saying, the rules of individual groups, when you're sharing things on Facebook, you know, I got burned by that earlier today. I went to go, uh, went to the promotion for our post today and I shared it to like the like the three or four podcast groups that I follow and then one of them bounced it back because you know they want no we want individual posts we don't want you to share something from another page it's like oh well okay no cool your rules I can do that no worries you know so it's like so it's like trying to navigate the social rules of Facebook are sometimes difficult versus discord where it's like I feel like if I want to, like, I know, like I follow your discord channel hope, but like, if I want to interact with your channel, like you're the only, I can't like see like everything going on at once. I have to go to your channel and find your stuff. And then there's all like the sub channels and everything like that within it. So it's kind of like, okay, well, so what's, what's going on here? So it's, it, it feels, it feels different. The experience feels different for someone that's very stodgy and set in their ways. <laughs> I guess, but I guess on the Facebook thing, I mean, hope for TTRPGs does have a Facebook group uh, trying to get that off and Post as much as you like on that, because there's basically no rules besides just the community rules. Like, hey, don't don't be mean, don't be dumb, don't post not okay things. But I think a lot of this comes to like media marketing, like social media marketing, which is something also in the Discord. We have a bunch of amazing pinned Discord messages with amazing resources for this. Because I actually do a little bit of social media management as freelancing. And that has been a journey because that, well, I'm getting my degree in music education. That is nowhere near this. So, you know, with, it's a lot of social media marketing. So, I mean, I honestly definitely recommend once you can afford it, having like hiring a social media manager, or if you are able to have a team, like again, with a podcast, usually you're a team, like, especially you're an actual play because you have your players in your DM. If you can assign one person to tackle your social media, it will save so much time and it'll help, but there's so much to it. And so I just think it's, it's a lot of, it's okay to promote your stuff and it's okay to promote it as much as you want. I mean, especially like in other spaces, like if you are on a Facebook group, drawing back to that and you are the only posting, it's like, okay, well, other people have the access to post too. So it's okay for you to do it. I think if you're posting like the same ad five times in one day, I think that's usually where I'm just like, okay that's a little bit much if you're not posting anything else but that's a big thing in social media like marketing especially like for companies it's you have to be which is not a thing there's no have to be there's no solid rules but it's I guess a standard practice to post at least a couple times a day and I mean I'm learning it too because I started my page as promoting other people's stuff and I'm at a point where I need to promote my own and I'm like well I feel bad doing that it's like I totally understand 
and I'm learning it too, but it's like, I have this discord community and people still don't know about it. And so I need to be better about it, honestly, myself about promoting it. And like, we've talked and I kind of almost need to be running an ad, you know, just a post like, Hey, come check out our discord, honestly, almost at least once a day, just that we can get across the algorithm and get it out there. And that's, it's totally fine. I mean, it's your stuff. You've got to get it out there. You got to let people see. It, it's it's so funny to hear you say that because like it makes so much sense to just say, just post more than once. Like really, it's okay. You know, but like we fall into that too, where it's like, I'm a early riser, right? And we have a, there's, you know, on the Twitter TP, TTRPG, there's a lot of folks in, in Britain and in Europe in particular and everything like that, right? And so like when we have an episode come out, I tend to put out the, twi- the tweet for it at like, six or seven o'clock in the morning, US time, US East Coast, right? Which means that nobody following us later in the day is going to see it because it will come out three or four hours before they get up. And we were talking about this with our sisters from another pod, the, the Marvelous Madams podcast, which is a podcast all about Marvel Cinematic Universe with Chris and Amy. And it's an amazing podcast. We, we cannot say enough good things about that podcast. But one of the great things that they do is that when they put out an episode, they will hit that episode four or five or six times kind of throughout the day. And they do this, this great thing where they produce images with quotes from the episode and they use that as kind of their put. And so every time you see it, you see something different, but it's all pointing to the same place. And it was like, why aren't we doing that? Like, what is wrong with us? Why didn't we think of that? Like, it's something so simple, you know, but it's, it's, it's there. And so it's glad to see that kind of those things are working and that we're wrong, that we're not trying to do it too much. So. I have never been so happy to hear I've, I'm wrong before. Yeah. And I'm almost glad, almost glad Glenn isn't here in this moment to hear me say oh, that. Never let you live it down. He would enjoy that way too much. Yeah. And I'll, 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 I'll catch that flack when he does li- listen, listen to the episode. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm sure he'll tell me, but I love the fact that I'm a bit wrong about that feeling that and maybe that's just that human insecurity we feel about putting ourselves out there that those of us in this realm of broadcasting and podcasting, these homegrown things that are not professional actors and out on stage doing these things, we all feel to some extent or another where we have to get over ourselves and just realize that we can do this and we should do this. And thank you for supporting us and helping us get to that realization. That, that means a lot. Um, so I've asked like three questions in a row, Lee Could you have? Do you have another one that you want to ask? Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess uh, you answered part of it. Like I was like, what, what is your educational background? What are you trying to do? You talk eloquently about marketing and internet strategy and the and the types of techniques and the realizations you've come to. Have you done any coursework in that at all, or is this just real world experiencing that worked, that didn't work, sitting on my hands didn't work, like? How did, how, how did you come to those things? Yeah, so my educational background is I am entering my student teaching period of my education degree. So it's about five months of unpaid teaching. So I'm entering that and that's it. It's music education. Then while I was doing social media stuff for, you know, my brother-in-law's podcast, you know, that was a lot of just throwing darts at a wall and just honestly having a lot of fun with it. There was no refined strategy. It was just posting about our episodes, posting about things that are coming up, posting memes, funny quotes. It's like, that was just really fun. Kind of ran it more like a personal page. 
And then um, once I started Hope for TTRPGs, you know, it was one of those I started to, honestly, after about, it, it moved so fast, honestly, about a week after I think we started the Discord. And then I started working in collaborations with a couple of other creators. And so like we were kind of talking about what worked and just started out just by promoting. And so from there, you know, you kind of learn different things. And I learned, okay, well, look at what the analytics are, which I honestly don't even do that much, but you can see, okay, like what hours are the best to post at, like you said, for you posting in the morning. For me, if I post late at night, like if I'm for some reason up past like midnight, my time does not work. Like that is not the time to ask a question that you want an answer for, because I'm not going to get anything in response because everybody's asleep. So there is that. Then we started having advice and resource channels in our in my Discord. And I've learned a lot from that of just online resources. Um, learned a lot of just trying about, oh gosh, I want to say only like a month or two into this was when I started freelancing as a social media manager. And that was all because I saw an account posted on Twitter, like saying like, hey, we want someone completely new. You don't need any background. You don't need any kind of experience. We want someone green and open to ideas. If you're interested, let us know. And I was like, why not? One of my resolutions for this year was to stop saying no all the time. And oh gosh, I took that too far. But I was like, you know what? This is an opportunity. Let's do it. <laughs> and so that's how I kind of got started with them is we chatted and that's when I started taking it more seriously. And that's kind of where I've gotten a little bit more of my knowledge, I guess, <laughs> about media marketing is just seeing what worked with them, what was getting them the analytics. Cause I track that more than anything. And now I'm a media manager for a couple of different accounts and I really enjoy it. I haven't taken any courses yet. I do have a couple of free ones bookmarked. I think like, what is it like Hootsuite, I think is one of those applications that can allow you to post to multiple sites at the same time and like time those posts. It's a paid for subscription. So I actually haven't done that yet, but I think they offer like a free course. And if you, if you just look out there and I think honestly, these sources are pinned in the discord too of free courses that you can take in media marketing and there's a really great like slideshow that oh, I can't remember. One of the awesome people in the community shared from a course that they went to or like some kind of seminar they went to. It was free to share. And so they shared the slideshow and there was amazing information on that. So that's honestly how I've learned my stuff is just throwing darts at a wall, seeing what's stuck and looking things up on the internet. <laughs> So what I'm hearing is that while I am following your your Discord channel, I should apparently be paying more attention to it because there's a lot of information and answers to the questions that we're hitting you with uh, uh, right on there. I so guess, that's, but that's, uh, at the same time, <laughs> um, kind of circling back to a different question that you asked, like about Discord, I mean, it's hard. I hate the fact that I'm not more involved in other people's Discords, but I, I, barely, I barely have the time to keep up with my own. And I love the community because it is so interactive. And I think we've built a really great space where you can just hop in when you want to and hop right back out. You know, if you want to hop in because you're waiting in line for three minutes, great. Pop in, do that. And if you don't say hello again for the next five months, I mean, we're going to miss you, but we'll just be glad that you hop back in later on. And so it's hard. That's why I have a mod team because I can't keep up with it. There's so many channels. There's so many people, so many amazing conversations going on, so many resources. 
and it's a lot to keep up with. So like, I honestly encourage people to mute channels in my own discord, like, which is a really funny thing. Like the owner of a discord's like, yeah, go ahead, mute my server. It's fine. <laughs> but it is because otherwise it's a lot. You'll get notifications constantly. And I mean, I'm just, I really am just of the belief, do what you want. That makes you have fun as long as it's safe for everyone else. And so if you want to hop in the discord for those marketing resources, do it. They're, they're great channels. If you want to hop in to play games with people, whether they're D&D or not, do it. Because we run like weekly community nights of like Among Us and Jackpot games, um, just any games that are free for everyone to play. We do stuff like that. If you just want to hop in and show pictures of your pets, do it. And if you just want to mute everything else, that is totally fine. We try really hard to keep it open and just really provide a space where anyone can have those discussions when they want. When we first were getting started, I believe it was our, it was either the tail end of our first serious discussion about the podcast. We were like, we're definitely doing this thing. Or the beginning of our second one, I think I made the comment, let's grab all of the domains in everything so that when we learn enough about our where we start and we're ready to move into the next platform, we already have it. So, like, we have our Discord, we have Instagram, we have everything. We are just kind of figuring out and mastering the ones we're using now and then getting ready to move one more. And one of the things that came, that came up when I was listening to other podcasts when they talk about Discord is they have moderators and they have moderator teams because it was too much for them as individuals to do on their own. 100%. I mean, you'll hear me talk day in and day out how much I love and appreciate my moderator team and my Discord. It would not be a thing without them. I would probably have already gone insane multiple times if it wasn't for them. They have been absolutely amazing. Right now, to give them a little plug, there's Maka from Check These Out, Mappy from Maps and Quests, there's Emil, so Mastermind Masterspace, Sylvie from Carney Sideshow. I think that's all of them. I hope I'm not forgetting anybody, but that's our mod team. And I absolutely love them. They are amazing. Most of them have been there from the beginning. I think Sylvie is the newest one and she's just hopped in and just, they've all been fantastic. They help uh, keep an eye on all the discord channels. They do absolute great work of promoting the discord and getting other people in. They are my idea board. I'm constantly shouting ideas at them like, hey, what do you think of this? Is this something that you think would work? Does this sound cool? Should I do it? Okay, how do I do it? <laughs> and they're fantastic. They help me out with every bit of it. And we're constantly talking and chatting, like not only just about like work stuff and the Discord stuff, but just things that are going on and, you know, just having fun talking with each other, things that are going on in our daily lives, things that we see out in the community, you know, what our projects are doing and how we can help each other out. And I just, huge props to my moderator team because they are absolutely amazing. Sound very similar to conversations that like uh, Lee Wanika and I will talk when he's on his way into the office all the time. So I, I'm very lucky where I get to work from home. So I really like never leave my computer, but he actually has to get in the car and drive an hour. Um, and so we'll talk in his car ride all the time. And a lot of times it's, hey, we have this great idea. Now, how do we do it? And we got no freaking idea how exactly we'll figure it out. We'll do it. We'll, we'll, we'll throw all the dartboards, you know, throw all the darts at the dartboard again, you know, to go ahead and see which one we're works for that one. But, uh, but that's, uh, that's honestly been, I think that's, that's, that's been kind of the challenge is trying to figure out what can, 
what can we do not only to go ahead and find these awesome people, which we've been, which we have had some success with finding people, but also as we kind of enter our own creative space, how can we get out to other people? And I think, I think that's kind of like where my next question is coming from is that we talked a lot about how, how can people find creators and how can, how can people interact with creators? What do you think is kind of the best thing that a creator can do to, to make themselves available to somebody in, in the community? Like, is it as simple as like Lewanika said, you know, being on all the platforms and doing all the things, or is there something that creators sh- either should be doing that, that you think that enough creators aren't doing or something that, that most people are asking for uh, to interact with creators that they they could be doing? I think doing the whole blanket term of saying like, you know, promote yourself, follow the media marketing tools, you know, beat the algorithm on social media. That definitely does help. That is a great way to start. Personally, my opinion with that is it can work. It worked for me, but at the same time um, with some of my other projects, I can't beat that algorithm that I, there's just no necessarily true reason to why it's like I'm posting at all the right times I'm posting the right stuff I'm using the right hashtags I'm you know doing all the stuff that they say are right you know I'm trying my best to put out quality posts at the same time and it's just like well they're just they're not reaching an audience like because you can see that on Twitter which is kind of nice you can see how many people have seen your tweet and see how many have interacted and it's like it's been five hours and only like three people have seen this like that is just bizarre and so that's kind of where the next step comes in that I think can be super duper 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 helpful is finding those spaces that allow you to promote and put you out there so what I mean by that is the self-plug of I love my discord and I love my accounts because I feel like I do a fairly good job of helping people connect and getting your stuff out there. I mean, again, it's not, it's not always guaranteed. There's a lot that goes into it, but I really think that my discord, you know, it's, it's smaller than Twitter. So I think it's a really great place for people to find that support because we have managed to keep a very supportive, just amazing community that when you post stuff, and again, you have to follow some of the same marketing rules, honestly, in some of those channels, like you can't just post hey, I'm doing a stream next week. And then that's the only thing you say, you'll get lost. But if you interact and like, you can post like the best ad if you want in there. But what really gets people wanting to interact is when you're interacting with them. So like post your stream ad or whatever, what you're doing, but then go ahead and hop into another channel and just start a discussion with someone. And when you build those connections, that will really help people want to support you. So that is a big thing. So finding a space again, like my discord, um, I think is great. Uh, some other resources that I'm also kind of involved in. So that's also probably why I love them so much, um, is craftinggeeks.com, um, ran by D and D two fourteen. They are a website and now a magazine and a podcast and just an amazing all around resource. Uh, where, you can find anything that you need on it. Um, The biggest thing that I think is super cool is that there's a free creator directory. So you can hop on their website. You have to like make an account for the website, which is free. It just basically, um, you know, gives their email or whatnot. And so you make an account on the website, super easy, super free. And then that allows you to make a posting in the creator directory completely free. So you post 
who you are, what you're doing, what you're about, and all your links. And so when you go to that website, you can be like, okay, well, I want to buy some dice. Who are some cool dice makers? You type in dice, you're going to find a huge list of amazing dice creators. Same with TTRPG podcasts and streams and anything. We have uh, yarn makers, you know, weavers. We've got sticker people. We've got just artists. We have everything there. So that creator directory is amazing. We're putting out a magazine. The next issue releases on, uh, I believe, July 1st. And the first issue and this issue are also both free. And so we have a bunch of articles about people. We have a bunch of ads. And so if you let me know or let Jason, D&D214, Crafting Geeks on Twitter, if you let them know if you've made your creator directory listing, let us know if you're interested in free ad space, a free interview, a free feature, and we'll see if we can make it work. You know, right now it's all free because we're starting up and we hope to keep it as much that way because Crafting Geeks is a resource that is free just to help the community. So very much similar to my project. So, you know, hope for TTRPGs, Crafting Geeks. Those are two amazing spaces to get your stuff out there. And I'm sure there are many, many others too. Those are just my two favorites because I'm involved and I love the people there. It's a ton of great information, first of all. Like Crafting Geeks was not something that I had heard of yet. I've already written it down. So we can go there right after the podcast is done. And, and something that you said there just kind of about hitting like hitting the right messages and hitting the right the right hashtags like i remember the day that i learned that there were automated twitter bots that if you hashtag either ttrpg or dnd 5e or dnd like there are automatic chat like twitter bots that will retweet that message for you automatically to other people right and so it's like you know it's like it, it's kind of like uh uh it's like well how many people are actually reading those when they come through but you know that but at least it's like it's getting out there it's getting it's spreading the message it's, it's getting engagement on the post and everything like that you know and and in full disclosure for everybody that's listening you know we are one of your patreon supporters proud to be one of your patreon supporters and you know and one of the, the you know the tier that we chose was the one that um, that you will periodically tweet stuff about uh, about the stuff that we're putting out there. And because that is one of those things that for for us as as a creator was like, um, it's it's not it's not a lot out of pocket every month. And it kind of it helps the community, it helps the work that you're doing, and it helps our engagement, which you know, it's like it's just getting it's getting out there to, you know, while we are we're not defined by our number, more numbers are generally better than lower numbers and in, in something like this. And so it's like, you know, all that stuff sort of helps. And so it, again, I mean, just in, in full disclosure, we are absolutely uh supporting what you're doing. And we because and part of it was that not only because we wanted to support you, but also because you know you have really great benefits and you and that sort of thing. So finding, finding the proper channels to go ahead and kind of, uh, to, to find people that are willing to support you just to go ahead and support the community is so valuable. And, and, um, so it's really great to hear that you kind of think that, that there are other channels that are out there and there are other ways to kind of do that, to go ahead and, uh, uh, and, and, and help reach. I know that other content creators ask us like, like, Hey, you know, what, what are you doing? Like, you know, anytime that we, uh, we have somebody come on, that's a, uh, that's like, when we go on a podcast, like, okay, so like, what platforms are you on? Like, well, we're on these 12 platforms and we're not, you know, like, well, what are your su- su- subscriber counts and stuff like that? It's like, I, I mean, who knows? Like we don't, a lot of those don't publish so that kind of stuff, that kind of information. So, you know, we can generally tell when somebody subscribes to us because of the way that the list of the download stats come in, but it's like, that's kind of like, Oh, yep. Somebody just subscribed. We're not really sure from where. And so trying to track all that down is, is, uh, 
is difficult. It's, it's, it's a, it's a lot. Yeah. You know, for, for, for three guys who have a regular nine to five and, and it is not being a podcast host, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's a, it's, it is a lot more work than I thought that it was going to be uh, to do it right and to do it well. And so that's why conversations like this, I think are really important for, for other people that listen to us and want to do it too. You know, we, we want a million people to be podcast hosts, not to go ahead and, and take away from what we do, what we're doing, but because, podcasting is it's awesome and it's it's awesome to have these conversations and to build this community so we live in a world where there's not enough communication and what is a podcast if not communication while it may be between the people talking on the show but the audience listening it then generates a conversation either a conversation that they have via platforms with the hosts or with other people about the hosts or about the topic it is a generation for conversation. So not to blow up and go super high, high brow. It is a way of putting out into the world, a way of improving it, which is just by talking. We can improve the world with our discourse. And I, and I think that's like a critical element of what we do. And as far as numbers, just to kind of mention it, very early on, I found myself looking at the numbers daily. Like, and actually several times a day. And I remember we had a conversation I said, there's going to come a time where this is not going to be healthy or good for me to do that. But this isn't that day. And a couple of months later, it's like, and honestly, I'm now at the point where I catch it if there's a big spike. Like, like I may flip to a page to look at something or whatever. I may look at an individual episode, their numbers or whatever. I do look at our top 10 because I like that. Like, tell it because knowing what our top 10 episodes are are great because it lets me know what is still, what remains popular. And, and so I look at that, but when I look at our, I, I don't look at our daily numbers that often. We have a meeting every so often where we talk about our numbers and then I do because you get, you have to know your numbers, but not focus on them was very freeing creatively for me. Uh, I, I don't know how that plays out to everybody. I think everybody has their own bandwidth for this kind of thing. You got to know yourself and know what, what kind of like what you can handle. But it was there looking at those numbers four or five times a day was very intoxicating. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, I can't agree more on that. Luckily for me, you know, since what I do is I think it's, I kind of want to say like, it's pretty different. Um, You know, the follower counts are great, but it's not my full-time job. I want it to be, but that's another topic. So it's like, I honestly try really hard not to look at my numbers. Early on, I did quite a bit because it was fun because there was that crazy growth in the beginning, which was just amazingly lucky. And so it was fun. And then it plateaued. And then that's when it got that's when it gets scary a little bit because that's just how it goes. I mean, you're not always going to climb. I mean, it's up and down all the time. So checking the numbers daily is, it can weigh a lot on your mental health. Uh, When I'm doing uh, my social media stuff for my other pages and uh, when I was doing it for a podcast, you know, I made sure that I just checked it once a week. I think I did like Sunday nights or like Saturday nights to reset every week. I did it once a week and I marked it on a graph and I just saw, was there a climb or a decrease? And it 
I always just made sure to remind myself that it's not always what you're doing. There is a lot that plays into it. It's always good to keep track because that way, you know, from a business standpoint, you know, what's working. You're like, okay, well, people really like our episodes about Marvel. Cause we've been talking about that. You know, they really like those episodes. Let's, you know, keep doing that. Or, you know, well, we tried something different with this episode. We did a whole different format and the numbers are just not there. It's like, okay, well, from a business standpoint, you know, it doesn't work. And so it's good to keep track of them and so that way you can grow as a business and whatnot, but my goodness, it can, it can weigh on you so heavy. So that's why I definitely make sure that I don't like keep track of it every day. Cause it's just, it's too much. I am, I am a self-professed data. I, I'm a self-professed data wonk. Uh, like that's what I do for a living. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a software engineer uh, and I deal a lot with data. <laughs> so uh, I will admit, I still look at uh, specifically our download stats. I do look at, at our download stats pretty frequently. Like uh, that tab is pretty much always open and refreshing every few hours, but at least I'm not as bad as I used to be. Like I used to, uh, we have a, we have a, like a shared Google drive that has like everything that is everything about the podcast is in that Google drive. And uh, that's not an invitation for hackers to get in there. I swear it's not. Uh, um, but uh, uh, th- there's like a, there's a spreadsheet, like a statistics spreadsheet in there that has every episode and every day and the number of episodes, each ep- uh, the number of listens, each episode got on a particular day. And like, we would track things like, you know, well, Hey, when we launch an episode on Marvel, how much listen do we get on other episodes? You know, that kind of like those kind of like analytics and things that, uh, would absolutely make you insane. And I've, I've stopped to the point of doing that. Like it, now it's like, I kind of like look at the trends, like on like a weekly basis and stuff like that. Cause it's been like, we've been going for like six or seven months now. And so it's like, that's, that's getting to be too much. <laughs> like the spreadsheet stopped working well. <laughs> that's how much data. Yeah, trending you know, so. is, is important for all the business reasons you mentioned, but I think the turning point was March where I started saying, are we good at this based on we had plateaued March, April timeframe get a plateau. We had amazing and wonderful growth, like real steady climbs. We're doing all the right, hitting all the right numbers. And we hit this, what, two and a half, almost three week period. That was April. And, and it was like, it was pretty flat, flat with a couple dips. And, I, and I'm like, I'm like, this is not good. And, and, it, and I was freaking out. And then it's like the three of us kind of refocused ourselves and like, just keep doing the right things. And, and that took me out of that headspace, and then we kept doing it. And, you know, there was nothing wrong with those episodes. Those episodes are still high, fairly highly regarded. They have great numbers now. There must have been go- something going on in April where not a lot of people were watching a whole lot of podcasts or listening to them because um, it's not like those episodes stayed that low. They got a lot of listens the following month. Like, it's like after that period, those episodes that we had, re- had aired and released in that time frame, then got all their listens. So they're just as good, if not better, than some of the other ones that came before and after. It's just that they didn't get listens at that moment. Oh, exactly. And I mean, you know, we've been talking for a while about uh, marketing quite a bit. And it's always important to know that everybody's different. You know, some people, you know, it works to track things every day. It's whatever works for you. This is just what works for us. And one thing that helped me a lot is, you know, we're talking about that climb. Well, once you first start out, you got zero. It's really hard to get less than zero. So you're going to climb. And then, you know, you plateau and you have those dips. And I think it, what helps me is just remembering, yes, those are numbers and yes, those are business and statistics and marketing, but they are also people. And I think that helps a lot because it's like, okay, well, we've, you climb up and now we've reached 
you know, our plateau point. We're still reaching people. That's just our plateau amount of people. That's what we've just been able to reach. And then when you dip, it's like, okay, you know, you're right. Maybe there was something going on in April. Um, on a smaller standpoint, like weekends with holidays, like I do kind of take some of my posts. Like if I want to post something big, like if I want to host a big event, I honestly kind of avoid certain days. And especially if there's holiday events, because people are with their families. They're not going to be on Twitter to see it. You know, and so all those numbers, they're all individual people that have their own stuff going on, too. And that helps me a lot. Just remember, like, you know, having, you know, 3000 followers on Twitter, like, that's really cool. It's like, well, that's 3000 people. You know, we're always concerned with getting more or like, you know, starting out like I was so excited when I hit 500. Like, that was crazy because, like, again, that's 500 people. But you still keep looking more because you're like, well, numbers. And it's like, no, they're all people. So you have. 500 people is amazing. 100 people is amazing. Honestly, even like if you can get like a good group of like five to 10 people, because honestly, at that point, one of them might be a robot. But (laughs) I mean, if they're good people, I mean, that just makes it just finding even one person that you can just connect with is just what really makes it. Oh, that is such a refreshing point of view. I mean, it's like because like just within the last couple of weeks, we had our two biggest days on the podcast ever. Like the first two times that we went over a hundred listens in a single day. Um, and it happened twice. It happened twice within a week of each other. Um, and it was like, what is going on? And so, but just like the whole thought of like, because like, you know, again, like being a software engineer, as soon as something like that happens, it's like, okay, something's wrong. Right. Okay. So let's make sure that like something's not broken somewhere. Like we're not like, we're not, on autoplay in an elevator somewhere. Like, let's make sure that everything's okay. Um, which, I mean, if they want to play us in an elevator, that's fine. You can go right ahead. But that's such a refreshing point of view because like, wow, you know, a hundred people, a hundred people sat down and listened to us in a day. Uh, it wasn't even an episode day, if I remember yeah. correctly. I think one of them might've been an no, episode it day. It was one of them Thursday, was not, Friday, if I recall. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And it's like, it's like okay, a hundred. And then, and then like a week later, like 150 people sat down and listened. It was like, what this is like and so that's just an awesome point of view that that's kind of remember remember the humanity behind the community right like we talk about the community and we talk about but it's kind of the community is not this like nameless faceless blob on the internet like they are they are actual people who are trying to do their own things and are supporting people in their own way and have their own things to support and everything like that and so that's just a, that's just an awesome point of view and I really appreciate you saying that to to remind us that that is that we're dealing with actual people what, here, it, you know? what it brings to mind is something that I noticed or somebody said to me a long time ago it's like you know you have like it, somebody who knows me socially or whatever and like we're talking about going to a party and like you are going going somewhere. I think it was going to a bar or whatever. I'm like, you're going to a bar in a town you've never been to. How is it that you feel comfortable doing that? I'm like, well, I walk into a bar. First of all, I look for a bar that does karaoke because I know if I sing, I got like a stable of four songs. And if I sing any one of those four songs, it doesn't matter the kind of bar. Like it can be a metal bar. It can be a country bar. It can be a show tunes bar. I got a song for every one of them, right? And I can, I scan the crowd. And I figure out what song I want to say. And I, I know for a fact, if I sing this song, one of these songs, I'm going to have a conversation within five minutes. Somebody's going to talk. I've done it in West Virginia. And I mean, the hills of West Virginia. I've done it in the backwoods of Maine. I've done it in Connecticut, everywhere I've ever gone. Um, and, and, and it works for me. And it's like, I can just have a conversation. And what you were saying just then reminded me the fact that if Josh Gordon and I 
walked anywhere in the world together, walked into a place, just the three of us, within 15 to 20 minutes, we're going to get a, some people talking to us. That's just who we are. And if in any situation, all of a sudden, the number of people listening to what we are saying became even 20 people, that would be amazing. If you walk into a space and 20 people hang on your words, like, wow, you had 150 people. I mean, nothing for nothing. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but you were reminding me that as tough as this quote unquote business is, it can be very rewarding if you take the time to stop, get out of your own head and pay attention to how rewarding it actually is. The fact that people paid attention and I, and, and you're saying that now and I'm like, why wasn't I thinking that when that particular episode hit a couple weeks ago? All right. Hope, thank you so very much for coming on here. This has been just an absolute pleasure. And, you know, it, it's really nice to, to speak with somebody and kind of gain the perspective that you're sharing out there. So we really want to thank you for coming on Tabletop Journeys, first of all. Please tell our listeners if they are somehow, again, not already engaged with you, um, how can they find you? What's kind of the best way to engage with you? And, and, and what do you have going out there that you want people to check out? Yeah, um, I guess the... Easiest way to contact me is through Twitter or Discord. Both are Hope for TTRPGs. Um, I'm almost always on. <laughs> so just send me a personal message and I'll definitely get back to you at some point. Um, those are great. Uh, we also have the Facebook and the Instagram. I guess a couple of other fun things to plug. Uh, always got to say thank you to Windigo Workshop for being an, a, an official community sponsor of Hope for TTRPGs. Uh, thank you to Dungeon Glitch as well. Uh, go to check out Gemmed Fireplot. Mm. Go check out Jim Firefly. That's his uh, t-shirt shop, but they also have like blankets and mugs and all these awesome things. And you can use the code HOPE15 for 15% off. Those shirts are absolutely amazing. The best quality. I basically live in them. I'm wearing one right now. Super soft, super awesome. So make sure you go check out them. Of course, check out Crafting Geeks and DD214. Love the work that we're doing over there. Uh, just supporting other creators there as well. Otherwise, you can also find, if you want to help continue supporting Hope for TTRPGs, we are on Patreon and Coffee, the K-O-F-I one. So if you want to, if you're available to, if you want to really help support the community, you can donate there. Um, that's the main purpose. The Patreon, as we talked about before, um, there are perks to the donations, um, but it honestly originally started as just a way for people to help support Hope for TTRPGs. All that money goes back into the community, whether it's donating to charities, um, hosting charity events, buying from small creators and making sure that we're supporting their shops, doing donations to other creators, just sponsoring the Discord. You know, we were able to get a couple of the games for the Discord for everybody that's able to play. So there's just so many things. So if you support it, that is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, that When the people who support the Patreon and Ko-Fi they're the real reason why Hope for TTRPG exists and has the reach that it can have to help as many people as they can. Um, so yeah, we have some fun perks on the Patreon, you know, like shout outs, reviews, things like that. Um, I do my best, but it's not an advertising thing necessarily. That's just perks because you're given to Hope for TTRPGs and I want to give back. Um, it is a good way to help ensure that I can see and post your stuff. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there and I want to support everyone. I truly do. 
but there's a lot of people. So it's, it is really hard to, you know, make sure that we're doing shout outs and reviews for everybody. I do have a list, you know, you do not have to pay me at all to get a shout out review. Honestly, if you send me a personal message, it goes higher up on my to-do list. I'm like, oh, this person talked to me. Sweet. Like, yeah, I want to help support them. So even just a personal message will go leaps and miles for that kind of stuff. The paid people, they do have technically first dibs, but that is just because I'm trying to give back as much as I can to the people who are allowing Hope for TTRPGs to be such a supportive community. So thank you everyone who has supported. It means the absolute world to me. I can I can attest. I mean, so Hope and I have talked a lot on DM via Twitter. I mean, maybe not a lot compared to other people, but she's super responsive on Twitter, which is awesome. And her channel is amazing to follow because she's always got the coolest stuff on there. And, you know, we at Tabletop Journeys are proud supporters of, of her Patreon to go and support to support the community. We're happy to do that. It, uh, it, it's, it's fantastic. So please, everybody listening, go check out Hope and, and the work that she's doing for the community at large. And thank you again for, for popping on and for kind of uh, reminding us that everyone out here listening is not just a number, that they're actually people. So that's a really nice reminder. Thank you again so very much for popping on, Hope. It was really just an absolute pleasure to talk with you. Today. Definitely. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And look, I, I, I came into today, I came in just uh, this interview here right after wrapping up uh, a fantastic session with with my Saturday game group. You know, like there's like literally a 15 minute window between the two of us. So you know, half hour technically, but you know how game groups are. You finish a great a game, great session, and you're yapping for a while afterwards. So so I I really came into the interview well over half full, but now I can say I am completely full. Like like you have charged up the batteries. I'm ready to go. I've got some extra energy for everything that comes next. So thank you very much for refocusing and being a tether for us because uh, that's an important thing. Oh, thank you. It, it does the same to me. I love these conversations. I love just talking with people about anything and everything. I love guesting. I love interviewing. I love doing one shots. I love it all. It's, it's super refreshing and reminds me why I'm here. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you again one last time. And uh, to all the people out there listening, thank you very much for checking us out. And we will talk to you again next time. Thank you for joining us. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. You can join us at www.ttjourneys.com, where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. And make sure you join our growing online community. You can follow us on Twitter at TT Journeys and join us on Facebook just by searching Tabletop Journeys there. You can also reach us by email at podcast at ttjourneys.com. And if you want to catch early access to our episodes and some of the other benefits we have coming down the pipeline, you can also support our production at patreon.com slash ttjourneys. If you're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, Audible, or any other podcast platform, we would really appreciate if you would like and subscribe to the podcast. Full episodes come out every week on Saturdays and every Wednesdays. We'll feature our side quest series where we talk about pretty much anything tabletop oriented. Thank you all so much for listening and for being a part of our growing community. And in the words of another traveler on our path, we bid you shade and sweet water.